last week, last week you'll remember. Well, it's I guess there are no weeks. It's just podcasts. So, <laughs> you know, maybe you were listening to this at the first part of the week, and now you've been waiting desperately to hear part two with Jen Blossel. Uh, she's a, uh, a singer. Yes. From Utah County, Pro- yes. Provo specifically. Orem. Orem specifically. Yeah, Orem Even better. Specifically, Orem, Utah, exotic. And uh, Jen is. Uh, uh, she has been. Uh, she's been trying to make her way as a singer and musician for well for most of her life yeah at and, this point but it but but things have always been kind of happening yeah. kind of happening yeah they haven't completely happened yeah. but kind of happening it's just like just a little yeah just like yeah you get tastes of, yeah little tastes of little like, samples hors d'oeuvres yeah, a lot I, of hors d'oeuvres and i want to talk about in a second let's talk yeah. about exactly what success would mean to you well i mean what what is your measure of what success are my goals? yeah we'll talk about that oh. but let, let me remind people we're recording at the daily 222 south main street in downtown salt lake city thanks to ryan Louder, uh, the owner of the Daily. Thanks to Dicky, the manager, who uh, they make a they make a mean cup of coffee here. And uh, uh, try a if they have an egg salad sandwich on the menu, their egg salad sandwich is great. Their tuna is great. Mm. They make all kinds of really good stuff here. So 222 South Main in downtown Salt Lake. Now back to Jen. Uh, we left you last week. You had just been sort of thrown off American Idol. And it was it was fun at first for you to do it, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's still it it was fun because it was so interesting and it was cool to be just every day you woke up and sang, and that was my job mm-hmm. was to just wake up and sing. And you'd and you would go work with a, a vocal coach and yeah. and an arranger, and you'd sing songs that of other people's songs. Yeah, that wasn't as fun singing other people's songs that I didn't know and I was just learning, but singing. Was do you remember fun. some of the ones you had to do? Yes, I sang True Colors. That's a song. I always liked that song. Ah, I I never learned Cindy it. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, Cindy Lauper. She's great. Yeah. Did you? I mean, you learned it for the show. Yeah, I learned it for the show. Did you like it? Um. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 80s music was never my jam, but they gave us a list of songs to choose from, and I, I looked at the list, and I was like, I don't know what to make of this. I'm not resonating with any of these songs. And Scott Borchetta, who is the owner of Big Machine Records, was there, and I mm-hmm. went up to Scott, and I was like, Scott, please help me out. Like, I, what do he you think? He picked the right thing for you. Yeah, and he was like, True Colors, like, that's totally a you song. And yeah. I was like, okay, I don't really know this song. And the hard thing was, like, I learned it at that night, at midnight and then you have a 2.30 a.m. vocal rehearsal time and then you wake up yes and then you wake up at 5.30 for your call time and then they expect you to memorize the song Mm -hmm. on little sleep and less than 24 hours of preparation and and waking up on time is not your strong suit anyway no it's not as you said yeah Uh, they don't let you use cue cards or anything no how did you do with it? True yeah, colors. definitely uh, bombed the first time through. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. I had my hair up and I planned this whole thing. I was like wearing a sequin jacket and I took my hair out and after like at the true colors and I let like my curly hair mm-hmm. go and people cried and it was amazing. And of course, they never showed that part. They just showed a <laughs> segment of me crying because I forgot my words and I was so tired and I was sleepy and they're like, what if you get sent home? And I was like, I'm fine with it. I just want to do this song justice 
this. And I was like, and it's really hard because I don't think I did because you don't have time and mm-hmm. it's all tricky. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, have you, have you, did you ever go back and listen to Cindy Lauper sing that song? I did in preparation for it. Oh, I you watched did? all these Cindy Lauper interviews yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, we're so similar. She like cracks all these jokes and she was on, I think, yeah. Dave Letterman or like uh-huh. Conan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> and like stopped the show to tell a joke and I was like, I would do the same she, thing. You are kind of like her. The yeah. guy, the guy when he said, this is your a song for you, you he yeah. was right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she is quite amazing. Yeah. I saw her perform years ago when that song was a hit. Yeah. She was here in Utah at Weber State wow. University College at the time, yeah. at the D Event Center and cool. did a big show there. It was place was packed. Yeah. And she was incredible. I believe it. Didn't, st- she was probably about your age now. Yeah, wow. Did not stop moving for an, two and a half hours. And That's then amazing. there was a meet and greet afterwards and wow. I took a bunch of people backstage. Yeah. And she was, she had just been working so hard and she's bathed in sweat and yeah. and just as gracious a human being as you could ever imagine. Oh, that's so My cool. My God, she was, she was so nice. And, oh, that's so happy yeah. to hear. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get back to Jen Blossel. So, yeah. you're, so American Idol ends up not working out. It stopped yeah. being fun. You're yeah. off the show. Then what? Um, I literally got eliminated and immediately sent a text to my parents who were in the audience and I said, XL, here I come. Because XL Recordings is a label in the UK that I've loved for forever. And Why do you love XL? Oh my gosh. I read this interview of Richard Russell who owns XL Recordings and he talked about the kinds of people that they sign to their label and why they sign them and that they... And, and who are some of these people? Oh, just like, I don't know, you might you might not know them, like Tom York from Radiohead or Adele uh, yeah. or Jack White or Tyler the A Creator. few of those people. Yeah, like they're kind of like, they're kind smaller. Kind of little, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. But I love XL, loved... I don't know. I don't think I'm cool enough to be on their label, to be honest. I'm like, ugh. But um, I think they hit the really beautiful spot of still being pop music, but interesting. Mm -hmm. And they're really innovative with their sounds. And they sign artists that are artists, and they let artists do their thing. And they want music that doesn't really have a place anywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is everything I'm trying to do and trying to make. And I'm not able to find the right team, but I have all these ideas, and I have all these songs, and I want to make stuff like that so I literally flew to London and knocked on their door so I had a meeting with Pete Ganbarg again the executive vice president at Atlantic Records I had a meeting with him on my layover and I brought him a caramel apple from Utah and I was like hey Pete <laughs> and then just whatever he was like kind of dismissive mm-hmm. and I was like hey fine and so I flew to London and uh, I got in a little bit early so I went with my suitcase in one hand bought flowers and brought them with me in my other hand and went to XL and was like look at at a meeting with the executive vice president of Atlantic Records yesterday but I don't want to work with them I want to work with you like can I speak with Richard Russell ridiculous but I did that and then they're like oh that's cute but no and I was like oh okay well I'll see you tomorrow and so I came in the next day and the cute secretary Lauren was like that's adorable but I'm sorry no we don't we can't do that so here's a better email for you go like this is a way you can like Mm -hmm. bypass whatever and so that 
then this was 2016 and then I was like okay cool so I have all these ideas but my online presence does not convey what I want to make I haven't been able to make the music I want to make so then I went on this quest of finding the right producer and I like, to make the music you wanted to make yeah. to give to XL to show XL yeah. what you or even just to make for myself that I was like sure. I know that I can make music that sounds like this I know it's possible but I don't know how to engineer I'm not an engineer mm -hmm. and I don't really know how to produce and I can't play every instrument yeah. and so and I don't like it I keep trying to do it but with the way my brain works it doesn't work so anyway <laughs> the way my brain works yeah, it doesn't it work doesn't, it just doesn't work that mm -hmm. way I'm much better having someone else do it and me telling sure. them what I want anyway so it, it meant that I like would uh, send handwritten letters to people producers I wanted to work with email them do whatever research things meet people work with them fly here fly there tried moving to London got deported you got deported I got deported because no. I'm an idiot and uh, I what, not, what? Uh, just had the border patrol and I was what? like here's what I'm gonna do no way no wait yeah. a minute what tell oh. me. there's a story here yeah. you're just kind of glossing over oh, the I fact know. I just, okay what like, happened it's not my proudest what? moment um, it's I mean it sounds cooler than it is it just literally is that I went to an agent at the border patrol and I'm chatty and I was like you're, and they ask chatty. you questions okay. yeah, yeah and they ask you and I was honest and I was like I'm a musician I'm gonna come work with musicians in your country this is all illegal mm -hmm. I didn't know so then I got detained and then I got interrogated and then why I, did you get detained uh, because it, being a musician in their country is illegal so then <laughs> yeah. they detain you well they have plenty of musicians yeah there. but not if you're from a different country man <laughs> no, what so if you have to have a work Visa permit Visa violation yeah. yes you have to have a work permit mm -hmm. if you're there to work yep yeah, okay. so they lock you up they say, where's and your work permit? they take away all of your things. And I say, I don't have one. So then they're like, sayonara. They, they took care, took away all of your stuff? Yeah, not really. Just like they put you in a room and they lock the door. And then you don't have your phone or any mm -hmm. of your possessions. And you feel like a real criminal. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, my street cred just went way up. I'm cool. And uh, was there with some refugees. A little girl spoke German. So we were like, I was speaking broken German with her. It was a fun time. And then, yeah, the cops take you into a room. They interrogate you. You give them your fingerprint. They put a black X in your passport and official Queen's documents. And then they police escort you back to a plane. You're out of here. And you're out of there. And you can, can you go back? Um, yes, I can. I just haven't tried You just tried have to have yet. a different name. Yeah, I just have to go, go do a new <laughs> a alias. A new identity. Wear a wig, <laughs> different passport. Yeah. yeah. So did you ever contact Richard uh, Russell? Uh, Richard Russell? Was I tried, his? but no. no it XL. failed. Yeah, I tried no. even doing like A&R people, tweeting at people. No XL records. No XL records. So then what? So then it was, that was when my depression set in. You talked about that earlier. I was like, I wasn't, but then I did. Because I just felt a loss of hope of like everything I'm trying is failing. I'm a criminal and no, I'm failing. I'm, I'm a criminal and I'm not making the music I want. And so then by a twist of events, I met up with a guy and then it was a right timing, this uh, boy named Spencer who's incredible. He went to Berklee College of Music on a full ride. He's a just beat genius. And we tried working together once and it was the wrong timing. Gee. Utah then, County kid? No, he's from Washington, and mm -hmm. I met him when I lived in Brooklyn mm -hmm. through a musician buddy, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we ended up 
working together and it was brilliant and then that's also when I was like I miss like the yeah it, it, it was like stew and then I was like I miss the weirdness of Spencer let me reach out to Spencer and so then this album has three different producers on it that are from this journey of like finding the right thing this is the album that's about to be released yes and it's amazing and it's about to be released by who you me yes I'm using AWOL artists without a label they're mm. distributor mm. and I'll be releasing with them and it's is it gonna it's gonna be all downloadable is that what yeah. it is uh-huh. um, no vinyl pressing or anything like that not at this time just because I don't have the budget for it but it would be cool what's the what's point. the what's the record called girl indigo girl indigo, indigo. Uh-huh. how many cuts on it 11 are they uh, thematic is it all related yes so it's best if you listen one through 11 um if you want but it isn't like it it isn't mm. like it's, it's not chronicle. a story yeah not at all mm-hmm. you can listen to it however you want to now so when will people be able to find this and do it yeah the first single will come out on October 4th and then after that we'll be doing a Kickstarter to raise funds for a music video and then also just as kind of like a way for people to learn about the album and do another like promotional thing around it mm-hmm. and then and then TBD it also depends on how well this first single does too so well how, so so will people have to buy this or can they just download it they I mean iTunes is obsolete right they're yeah. getting rid of iTunes so yeah it's just streaming but you can Venmo me at Jen Blossel. I accept all donations. <laughs> no, go my ahead. My PayPal is Jen. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, come to my shows. I That's mean, I guess what. I guess the way it is done now is yeah. that is that you know people just put music out there. I mean, there's yes. still still people who do go through the traditional record. Yeah. Deal, but a lot of people just put music out there to the universe and streaming. Yeah. And then and then if if it gets popular enough then yeah. maybe people buy it but more important are the shows right yeah that's where you make money is ticket sales and merch and it sales. used to be just the opposite it used to be you'd sell the records and, yeah. the, and you'd have to tour just to support the record yeah now you 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 make records to support the tour yes literally yeah i think yep. isn't that the way it works yeah that's exactly the way it works so um it, it, i can tell you're really excited about this and you've Thanks. worked very hard for this <laughs> yeah uh, what is how, do you have a personal life I, I know you work at a pizza joint at, yeah I do yeah, Pizzeria oh. 712 uh, actually no I don't tell people that I don't work there don't no she in. doesn't she does not work at Pizzeria I 712 I just work as a full time musician <laughs> I've made it there's no shame in working at a pizza place I know it's amazing it's more like I've security heard it's the best, or like uh, it's safety the, it's the best pizza place in it is in Utah County come certainly in. come visit I will come, you'll get friend discount Okay. <laughs> Dick, too. Yeah, yes. Dick, yeah. Uh, Dick's from Utah County. Uh, yep. Yeah, he's a Utah County. Kind of. Kind of. Doesn't well, want to claim it. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, he knows Pleasant Grove like the back of his hand. I lived in Pleasant Grove for a long time. There and you then go. I fled as fast as I could. I understand so that. I, I don't think they want me back. <laughs> we <laughs> want anyone. But if you, if, if, if we it's want for free you. pizza, I'll sneak in. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Dick, Dick introduced me to the Purple Turtle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pleasant Grove. There you go, that purple turtle. So you do. So you've been working, and I mean, it's it's um, 
just to hear this saga is pretty amazing. Oh, thank your, you. Your persistence. Thanks, yeah. I mean, that takes a lot. Most people just can't do that. I, I mean, you, you, you know, you listen to you, what people's dreams are. Yeah. And they, they give up their dreams because... It doesn't pan out immediately. It, it ends up being it so... It takes a long time. Yeah, it ends up being so hard to do. Yeah. You know, uh, so, so how do you... How do you keep doing it? Yeah. There was a time when I was in New York City. This is in 2017 after I'd been deported and I was so poor. And I remember I was selling my clothes. I was selling anything I could just to make money because I was going to New York to go work with a producer. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to sell all of this stuff so I can like make it out there and to go work with someone. And I remember crying in the shower at my friend's house and she's kicking me out of her apartment, which I looked back and I was like, that was mean. She knew my situation and I was on a standby flight and so it was full so I had to wait till the next day but mm-hmm. she didn't want me there one more day and I was like, okay, I hope rude. She, I hope she's an ex-friend. Oh, I know. Uh, you want to call her out? Yeah, and I'm like, no, there's no way. She, whatever, it happens. I just think sometimes people are like that because they don't know what it's like to be in my shoes mm-hmm. and I just feel like, man, she hasn't had the character development that comes from not having a lot of things given to you and that's not her bad that's Mm -hmm. just like her life somehow was breezy enough that like she didn't understand how mean that was to do that to someone whatever her parents probably paid her rent so we're fine (laughs) you Uh, you know you you have so so you you go through all of this stuff and yet you still have this positivity and energy Uh, that's that's hard to do Um, thanks and doing all of this uh, let me let me talk a little bit. I want to talk about your personal life a little yeah. bit. Uh, but you you use the term authentic art. Yeah. Uh, talk about authentic art. What does that mean? To you? Yes, I will say. Let me finish that last story really yeah, fast. Sure. So I was in New York crying because I was so poor and nothing mm-hmm. was working out. Blah blah. And it was the first time that I was like, maybe I should give this up. I've been pursuing it for so long. There's no at this point. I don't see any solutions. Mm-hmm. I'm like f- trying everything. But I had this moment, and I was like, maybe I'll just go back to school do a design degree because I love to do that and I could pursue it and at this point also I was like man I would crush it at school I'm so self-disciplined to be a musician you're learning everything by yourself you're teaching everything to yourself learning everything by yourself I was like if I had a teacher teaching me stuff I would excel so fast I know how to do that I'm a quick learner whatever but then I realized that would be stupid because I would do music anyway I'd be singing and writing and performing anyway I wouldn't stop doing that I love it. I, I would do it anyway. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep moving forward because this is what I love. And so I would say like the the thing that's kept me persistent and doing it is because it's my favorite thing. And I and I have to do it. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And also you have to be a little bit insane. And I still believe in myself. <laughs> and I believe that it's great. And then I made this record and I was like, yes. And you are a little bit insane. That's yes, clear. It's totally. Yeah, I'm like, clear. you see my left. You yes. can't see it, but my left eye is like kind of shaking. You know, I've got mm-hmm. a weird twitch. Yeah, I see. I notice yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, Ooh. and I notice, and I notice sometimes you open your eyes really wide. Yeah. And you oh go, my. and you go, <laughs> and you go. I'm gonna look into your soul now. And now huh? I'm huh? gonna do you see I'm it. I'm gonna like give you the. Time. I'm gonna give you that. Uh, so no. so so you do all all of this is yeah. is hard. It's a hard road to hoe. Yeah. <laughs> 
can you, as they say, yeah, can, can you have a personal life doing all of this? Yes, I think it's a lie when people say you can't. Totally. I mean, it's not like every, there's 24 hours in a day. I'm not spending 12 hours just in a room writing to- songs. No, songs, you have the tunes. part of the other time you're, you're I'm at a pizza at restaurant, pizza I'm restaurant. being social, I'm yeah. making you money. Have, you have friends, you have a boyfriend. Slinging. Um, we're not going to talk about that, but that would be interesting, but that juice is for another time and place. Oh, so so you're just going to keep silent on I'm romantic keep silent on, on boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Romantic relations. Yeah, romantic relations. It's all about the music, baby. Uh, you can listen to this tunes and then infer what you think. You know, that's pretty smart, really. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it, it's always a it's kind of a bad trap. I'm I'm a big fan of poetry. Yeah. And, um, and you know you so you find out about the personal lives of the of the yeah. poets and the. It's more uh, interesting. And it well it, it it's it sort of gives a depth to the poetry the the personal life, but yet yeah. at the same time. Uh, it maybe gives a depth that isn't really there. Oh, interesting. Because, because you can like create your own version of. Well, well, it's because you know you start reading the poetry and you say, oh, well, this obviously it means w- this. means this about this person's yeah. life, when it may not at all. You're just making that inference. Oh right. Well, my music is pr- really honest, so you'll know when you hear my songs. <laughs> uh, so, so I'll know whether you have a romantic yes, life or not. Yes, you definitely will know. Oh, okay. Well. I want to listen to them right this minute. Wow, you like yes. Jennifer? And um, yeah. uh, uh, it, it's um, what, so if this if this is a success, you'll just I mean you're just going to stay in Utah County. <laughs> I or love you- it in Provo. Um, no, it's getting honestly, it's getting better. I grew up hating Utah County, and now I just feel like every time I go out to LA, I'm like, oh man, I could really see myself here. And then one thing happens, or I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I just really like being with my family. And again, I talked back to the fact that like being a missionary in Brooklyn is a really interesting experience because you have nothing to hide behind and you just are there for people to judge you and say what they want. You know, literally. And so it also just made me realize like I love having friends that are just funny and make me laugh and are cool and they're really authentic human beings. And then I go to L.A. and I'm doing songwriting things and I'm just like, I wouldn't want to hang out with these people. Like there's very few people that I'm like oh yes and then in Utah I'm like wow I can walk down the street and I'm saying hi to all my friends and I'm like hey mm-hmm. friend hey friend I've never you know and, and I'll, I, I've done this for a long time yeah. now I don't have friends in radio I don't yeah. particularly care for people in radio yeah sometimes you're just like <laughs> hey, I don't know I yeah. don't like them I don't yeah. like other radio so people so funny you're like uh, yeah I don't know I, I would say this I'm not really worried about where I'll wind up I haven't felt like I need to figure that out yet mm-hmm. and also I love touring and I'm going to go back on the road in October and I love being out on the road and so if that means that my home base is still in Utah surrounded by mm-hmm. my family cool if it means my home base is in LA with other friends in LA that I do have great we'll see when that time comes but so what kind of live performances do you have coming up um, I am going to see so I recently went on tour in May and what I did is I went through something called So Far Sounds they're amazing it's an underground music thing they basically provide you with the audience their pay isn't amazing but they provide a venue and an audience and it's an <laughs> intimate setting because I went on tour in 2016 and I played in bars and I was like I don't want to do that again not because it's 
like a bar, mm-hmm. but because I realize like people aren't there to listen to music. Generally not. Yeah, gen- your glorified background music and people that are there to listen to you, they're fighting with everyone else to try and pay attention. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just not yeah. a no. great music environment. No, I mean, there are bands that you, that people go to bars to see who are yeah. sort of established and, yeah. and then they pay attention. But yeah. if you're trying starting out playing yeah. in bars is not great. Totally. And even if I have fans there, you're mm-hmm. still competing sure. against so many things. So, so far is amazing where they have specific rules where you don't talk. You stay, there's three bands you play, you get 20 to 25 minutes. And then people like bring. And what are the venues like? What, what kind of? Donated spaces. So it's people's uh, living rooms. Yep, yep, It's yep. like cool after I hours I just became spaces. aware of this a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. Some people around Salt Lake, and I don't know if it's the same. Yeah. But, you know, they'll do, they'll have concerts in their living room and there'll yeah. be 20 people there or something. Yeah. I think that's really cool, but I don't know how to find out about it. Yes, I know. I in Salt Lake, I don't know. So, but there are people here who do that. Yes, it's so fun. And so far, sounds you usually play to people about hundred, a hundred mm. people. Mm-hmm. But then I got their phone numbers, and I told everyone during the set to whip out their phone and text me, so I had their number. And I played multiple nights in each city, so I could build up a fan base in that city. <laughs> and then I became friends with people who hosted me. So now I'm going back in October. I'm texting the people I got. All of the ticket sales would go to me instead of just getting a tiny cut from so far. And then I'm playing in these amazing settings with people that are already, like it just, and it's brilliant. And then I text them and I let them know I'm so, coming. And so are you your own manager, your yes. own tour manager? Yes. You're, you don't have a, you don't have anybody managing you really? No, I do everything myself. Would you like somebody to manage you? <laughs> yes, I just haven't I met I, the right person. If I had time to do it, I'd oh, offer. Oh, you're but, so, wow, but that's I, so I, nice. I think, it, I think at some point... Uh, somebody who offered to manage you and and yeah. insisted on I don't know what's 10% yeah I don't know what fine. it is but and yeah it depends I mean somebody's gonna make a lot of money at some yeah. point yeah <laughs> yeah I just have felt like the right manager will come along when it's time to grow in that way mm-hmm. and right now I'm focused on growing the brand authentically and in a way that brings me joy and and I'm happy with it so I'm excited to tour like this and I can do it I can go by myself whatever I can mm-hmm. plan it it's mm-hmm. fun I have time to do it and then at some point I'll need a manager to book bigger gigs and bigger things and get me in front of right people because I thankfully have had label connects and people have connected me with people at labels but then I just keep getting rejected by them <laughs> so I'm like okay cool Republic doesn't want me either great uh, I, I would be curious to know um, uh, how old you are if you don't mind yeah, me yeah I'm 27 I just look very young you do look younger yeah. than that but uh-huh. that's that's you know you've got the time you've got the energy you've yeah. got the yeah you're gonna you'll be fine yeah I'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm only getting younger, you know? How are you getting along it's with fine. your parents? They're great. They're the best. No no problems? No, they're you're not, my biggest You're not fans. living at home, are you? I am. You are living yeah, at home. Yeah, it saves money. Then I can pay yeah. for touring and do all the things. Sure. I mean, I know that musicians make so much money when they're starting out, but I just <laughs> want to make sure I'm just always rolling in the dough. You still going at to church? At the pizza joint, wherever. I, yeah, I am. You go, you go on Sunday? And yeah, I have a little... You sing study. the hymns? And get a, I usually my voice is like destroyed on Sunday because it's so dry in Utah, so mm-hmm. I don't really sing the hymns. And also, I don't. What's your favorite uh, hymn from the LDS hymn um, book? Oh gosh. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't like, hymns are not my like go-to mm-hmm. of choice. So, like, I want to feel connected to God. I feel more connected with God in a lot of pop but you, songs. But you grew, you grew, oh, yeah. well, okay. I'll say this. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a song called, 
Lord, I would follow thee. That's basically about like not judging people and taking care of your neighbor. And like, we don't know what's going on inside people's hearts and lives. And so it's all this idea about like serving and giving. And I think it's great. Lord, I'll follow yeah, thee. Yeah, Lord, I'll and follow And that's in thee. the hymn book. It's in the hymn book. Okay, I'll look for it. I think like hymn 100 or something. I'm trying to think of yeah. the name of the song. Did you, there's a movie, a documentary called New York Doll. Are you oh, familiar with yes. that? Yes, I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. But at the end of it, uh, yeah. David Johansson, who was one of the guys in the New York Dolls, yeah. sings this Mormon hymn because yeah. Arthur was was a member of the LDS Church. Yeah. And, uh, and this was made after he died. And what's the, yeah. do you remember that's called a, a wayfaring man? What is a it? A poor wayfaring man yes. of grief. That's, yeah. that, he oh, sings that's it, a good one. And he sings it a cappella. Ooh, that and would make And it's just like, cry. it's incredible. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, I don't know, David Johansson, he had a, he had a song, a hit song after the New York Dolls called Hot, 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 Hot Heat. Yeah, Hot, Hot, Hot. Uh-huh. Uh, did you ever see Bill Murray's, uh, uh, the, uh, Scrooged, the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray. No, I didn't. He plays the taxi cab oh, driver. Oh, really? In it. Yeah. LOL. David Johansson. Yeah, he's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've lost the timer, Dick. I'm, um, you know, we're about out of time. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what, what is it? You didn't, you know, hold on. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I'm getting time signals here. Um, so, and uh, you, know, you were going to say uh, songs that uh, connect you to God, oh, pop yeah. songs that connect you to God. Yeah. Name some of those. Oh, gosh. Um, anything. It's just like good, a good tune. I mean, who do you like? When you listen oh. to people, who do you like to listen There's to? There's a band called Nothing But Thieves, and I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. They're from the UK. Oh, and you were you were yeah, obsessed with a band that I also like called yeah, Hot, Hot, Hot Hot Heat. Heat. Uh-huh. I saw on there. Yeah. And they sing bandages. Yeah. Oh, these bandages. Oh, you could sing it, but yeah. I can't yeah, sing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. sing. Take it away. Uh, You've got the uh, Yeah, that's, yeah, those were, the, see, I like quirky music like that. Yeah. So Just I'm gonna love really like your music. Yeah. It's the best. So I'm gonna like your music a lot, well, aren't I? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. That's for you to decide. Mm. But you, no, you're supposed to say yeah, yes. You're gonna love it. Yes, it's you gonna are. It's gonna be your favorite album of your life, and it'll change you. Uh, Jen Blossel, and the name of the album again is Girl Indigo. Girl Indigo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we never even did get to the to the f- fact that your uncle was married to Marie Osmond. He was? <laughs> That's what you told me. Wow. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Your uncle Brian. My uncle Brian, yeah. he's the best. Is he is he a good he's, guy? He's an amazing man. Yeah, what's he doing these days? Music things. Good he's for great. Him. Writing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so he's the gentlest. His nickname is Uncle Beast because he's a really big guy, but he's the gentlest, kindest man. Uncle Beast. Yeah, Uncle mm. Beast. That's yeah. nice. Well, anyway, it's a pleasure. I knew this would Thank be fun you. to talk to you. I oh, hope thanks, it, well. I hope it was what you wanted from it. Thank you, yes. Okay. Jen yep. Blossel, uh, gir- girl, girl, in- indigo. girl Indigo. You heard it here first. There's a famous, what is it, jazz song, Mood Indigo? Yeah. October 4th, yeah. Drop oh, me the first thing. October 4th. October 4th. Like Dick is queuing yeah. you. Thank to, you, Dick. Yeah, yeah, I'm bad at that. I'm already like, Miela. It's available Whatever. October 4th. October 4th. Gorilla. The first single. Just just search it out on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. If I searched it today, it wouldn't be there, right? Nope. Okay. You can find other old stuff, but. Okay. Jen Blah. Spell your last name. Um, <laughs> The P is silent, so it's P. I'm just kidding. It's B L O S, like Sierra. Mm-hmm. 
I-L. Blossel. Blossel. All right. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Thanks The Daily. Uh, you're quite welcome. 222 South Main Street, The Daily in downtown Salt Lake. Uh, come here, eat stuff, drink stuff, have a good time. Yeah. Uh, and, Take pictures uh, for your Instagram. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Dick Clark, thanks for producing. And uh, Thank you. I'm Bill Allred. And uh, remember, you're pouring drinks. Always make mine a double. I need to feel it.